Hello and welcome to Studio RC, an encouragement for both your recovery and your faith. My name is Max. I am an alcoholic and I am also a follower of Jesus. So this week we're starting on a new adventure and each week we're going to take a look at a different recovery church value and we're going to do so I'm going to try something I haven't tried. I'm going to put a little timer in the corner and I'm going to give myself 12 minutes to see what I can do on each value. I only have the 12 minutes um, and we'll go through each of the different values. What I wanted to do is just set it up and, and this will be the same setup each week and then we'll transition into whatever value of the week. But it's important to remember, you know, who, who are we and what, what, what do we do here at Recovery Church? Recovery Church movement is a network of Recovery Churches reaching and training those in early recovery to grow in their faith and their recovery. Recovery Church movement is a bridge between the 12-step fellowships and the church. We train, coach, and help people learn to become disciple makers within the recovery community and to start, plant, and reproduce recovery churches. That's, that's who Recovery Church is. That's what we do. Now, our vision, our Recovery Church vision is this. A recovery church in every city in this nation and beyond. And we have taken a look, I believe, I think there's some something like 15,000 cities in our, in our nation. And, and so we're looking at that and looking at ways that we can uh, continue to expand and continue to have recovery churches in each and every one of those locations, in addition to your online uh, resources such as Studio RC or, or our RC online campus our uh, high five at 420. So we have all these different stories, um, different ways that we can help uh, those, both the physical locations, as well as giving uh, uh, digital resources as well. And so our mission, we've, we've did a, our vision and our mission. Our mission is equipping God's people to do God's work of recovery. So we have who we are and what we do, we have our vision and we have our mission. And that will set us up each week to go into exploring a different value. And we'll, we'll review this each week and then we'll go into the value of the week. And so over the next several weeks, we're gonna look at ver various values. And, uh, and again, I'm gonna take 12 minutes um, on a clock and see how far and how much we uh, we can get uh, covered. I may have to speed talk, but that's okay. Um, so hopefully you're ready, and uh, and this will be something that'll be informative, also of who again Recovery Church is and who um, the very essence of us and our values and and the things that we do value. So let's get started on this week's value. Welcome back in our series of Recovery Church Values, the DNA of who we are and what we believe. And one of our values that this week's value seems to be loved by everyone. It kind of has a, a strange name and it's kind of cool and we call it raw. 
the, the recovery church value of being raw. So let's jump in. Um, and we'll put the 12 minutes on the clock. Boom. All right. And away we go. So we're peculiar people, addicts and alcoholics. And, and growing up, you know, how often do we feel like we didn't fit in? Um, maybe we felt worthless or unlovable. Um, we we're never going to amount to anything. We felt like this dark cloud was over us for so many years. And we felt like we really, um, you know, how, how was life going to be lived? How was it we were ever going to live it out? And so I think for one of the, the things, as many addicts and alcoholics struggle with those kind of feelings, one of the things we need is honesty. We need authenticity. And that's what the recovery church value of raw is. And here, here's, here it is. Recovery church is raw. We're unrefined and with no pretense. God's purposes mean taking faith-filled risks. This almost always, that almost always involves change. Um, let me read that again. I, it's, it's recovery church is raw. We're unrefined and with no pretense, allowing us to take faith-filled risks that almost always involve change. The truth is, I, I almost think that this specific value is what separates us. It, it's, it's different. I've never heard something uh, said the way we at Recovery Church say it. And I feel like raw is our like our unique value. And we talk about prayer and steps and, and various things that overlap a lot of the faith world and the recovery world. And But raw is that one of those ones that is sort of uh, recovery church specific and unique. Um, and I love, I love raw. And I think most people embrace raw. So we're going to, we're going to take a look at, at what raw means. We're going to bring in some scripture to, to think about raw. In the big book on page 84, it tells us we have entered the world of the spirit. Once we've done that, our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for our lifetime. So we're going to grow in understanding and effectiveness as we've entered this world of the Spirit. It tells us in 1 Peter 2.9, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into the wonderful light. Now that's, that's the NIV version. In the King James version, it says, you are a peculiar people. Um, the updated language says a chosen people, but a peculiar people. Um, before we, we kind of worked on, on, uh, our values and making them, you know, as tight as possible, we originally had this line. I, I really love this line. It says, before the value, like the first line of the value said, we're a peculiar people led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And then it goes, recovery church is raw. We're unrefined and with no pretense, allowing us to take those faithful risks that almost always involve change. But we are a peculiar people, but we're led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. I love everything about that. I love 
that we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. It tells us in Acts 1.8, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And, and each location is a little further out. It's a, it's a little bit bigger of a reach, and that you're going to be my witness. You're going to testify. You're going to give examples. You're going to share your story and carry the message you know, locally and within your state, within your country, and within the world. Like it just, it goes on. And what's really awesome as we step into this journey of faith, when, when we surrender to Jesus, we receive power, which is great. Cause in the first step, we're talking about we're powerless. And then we're coming to believe that there is a power greater than ourselves. And then we turn our will over to, lo- to the, ca- the, our care, our will over to the care of God as we understand him. So like, when we surrender to Jesus, um, part of that is we're surrendering in a powerless state to a power that's greater than ourselves. But when we surrender to, to Jesus, we receive power. And it's the same power that rose Jesus from the grave. Like, that's a, a significant spiritual power that we're receiving. And it, it tells us, that's what it says in Acts 1, you're going to receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you. In other words, when, when you turn your life over to Jesus, again, it's not so that you're left to be powerless, but it's left so that you can have power. We're empowered by the Holy Spirit. Each and every one of us as people of faith, we're empowered by the Spirit. These peculiar people are empowered by faith. It tells us in Romans 8, if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead, is living in you. He who raised Christ, and they're they're speaking of the Holy Spirit, they're referring to him as a person, will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it's not to the flesh to live according to it. In other words, we're not going to be led by our desires, by our feelings. We're not going to be, I, I want to drink and or I want to numb my feelings. Like we're not going to be led by those things. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. And many of us, we've experienced our bottom. That was that spiritual death that we, we've experienced that. But if you, but if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. You'll have a spiritual awakening, the awakening of the Spirit, because the Spirit is coming alive. It's putting the other things to death. So we're empowered by the Spirit, and not only are we empowered by the Holy Spirit, we're, we're given this power when we're powerless. We're, we have this power flowing in. We're also led by the Spirit. We're, we're given power, but it's not just power, and now what do I do with it? It's power that's going to guide us as well. Um, Romans 8, uh, it continues, the verse says, For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these um, are the sons of God. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoptions as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. One of the things when we talk about being born again, and we talk about being children of God. When we become born again, we are adopted into the family of God. We become those children of God. Um, and so when we have 
when we've been adopted by God, we then all of a sudden have all the rights of a child of God. And I think that that's the reason it talks about being sons rather than sons and daughters, because sons in this time had greater rights to their father, whether it was property, whether it was the percentage, but the, the sons had different rights than daughters. And so they say, when we become part of that family of God, when we become children of God, um, we have the rights that children have of their parents, which is that God saying, you in, you, you have my power and I'm going to lead you and guide you. Um, you're not going to be alone. You're not going to have to be, uh, worried or afraid. So one of the things, recovery church is raw. We're unrefined. No pretense. No hypocrites. It tells us in Amos 5.21, I hate all your show and pretense. The hypocrisy of your religious festivals and solemn assemblies. I, I hate all those things. Um, one of the things I love about working with addicts and alcoholics, they have an unflinching honesty. Sometimes. Because <laughs> many of us come in as liars. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's sometimes hard for us to always tell the truth. But we will give our unsparing, unflinching um, view sometimes. And one of the other things that I love about addicts and alcoholics, we have this incredible, for lack of a better word, BS meter. We can tell when someone's not genuine. We can tell when someone's trying to like pull one over on us. And it's not that people who aren't an addict or an alcoholic can't help us. But if somebody who is not in recovery or somebody who doesn't have addiction issues comes and tries to help us and pretend or tries to, to bridge it as, well, everyone's addicted to something, the, the meter goes off. People like addicts and alcoholics, they don't buy into that. Um, they, they want unrefined. They want no pretense, no hypocrisy. And they, they don't want a show. They want you to be who you are. And when we are, genuine, when we're honest, when we're raw, people respond to that. People recognize that. People, that's why an addict and an alcoholic can gain the trust of a fellow addict and an alcoholic in a very short time. Because we know what we're talking about. And the addict and the alcoholic recognizes fellow addicts and alcoholics. And we have this connection that's just different. Um, and that there's a, there is a, almost an instant trust because we're like, Okay, you know what you're talking about, because I recognize those things. I love that. It tells us in Romans 12, 9, love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. But your love must be sincere. What, where you're coming from must be sincere. When you talk about, um, you know, what it was like, what happened, what it's like now, it has to be sincere. It, it can't be fake. People will figure out it's fake. But when we love, our love is from a sincere place. We desire for people to get well. We desire for people to uh, improve and get sober and celebrate anniversaries. One of the things that we want to do is we always want to choose people over perfection. And we want to choose people that, that come to Recovery Church and that are struggling over programs. We want to choose people over process with like people are why we do what we do and sometimes people are messy especially addicts and alcoholics in the beginning there, there's some mess that comes with that if you're you've been sober for a minute 
um, you recognize that you were once a mess. And so that's just part of it. But God's purpose, when we start to live it out, it means taking faith-filled risks. Being sober means that we're going to do new things. It, it means taking risks, 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 risking being trusting of someone, risking trying a step that doesn't make sense. Um, it, raw can also be tough. That tough love, that truth in love, that, that I once heard there will be many rude awakenings before there's ever a spiritual awakening. Because as we come to the truth of who we are and what we've done and how we've interacted with others, sometimes it's hard. And sometimes we need the person to be very forthright with us. And, and so sometimes that raw can be, t- can be tough as well. Not, not in a, uh, a, a belittling or mean way, but just in an unflinching way, in an honest way. Proverbs 3 tells us as we start to kind of get ready to land the plane, I know I'm a couple seconds over here, but raw is such a great value. Um, Proverbs 3, 5, 6 tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not, do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he's going to make your paths straight. Matthew 19, 26 says, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Isn't that our recovery? With us doing it, trying to stay sober on our own, it tells us in the big book, it's a statistical fact that it was almost a statistical fact that it was impossible to get sober on our own when if we're an addict or an alcoholic. So with us, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. This almost always involves change. The things that God wants to do in us and through us, when we're experiencing things, God is going to prompt us to change. Because the truth is, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So we're going to die to ourselves each and every single day. And the beauty of it is, we can see the progress sometimes in others before the progress is seen in oneself. I know what you used to look like. And look at you now. And sometimes when you're able to recognize it, it's truly a special moment. Just know this unique value of being raw, of being unrefined, of having no pretense. It helps us to be on purpose with God, taking those faith-filled risks and engaging and embracing change, which is hard for many of us. So hopefully that encouraged you with raw um, and you'll share this with others because raw is one of those things that just make us unique. So I thank you so much for coming to another session of Studio RC. We encourage you to like the video, subscribe to it, share it with your friends, comment underneath. You know, just we want to continue to make the words of both the of of the the biblical words and our encouragement and recovery and faith to just continue to go out further and further to encourage people and help lead people to a saving faith with Jesus. One of those interactive faiths that, that, that just changes lives. And many of us have experienced that life change. And many of us experienced it because people were raw with us in a good way, in a challenging way.
Well, we love you. We thank you for coming. And uh, we will see you next time here at Studio RC. God bless. And remember, Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. Oh, 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 oh,